The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. So I hope those of you who have been here this morning took the opportunity to practice with kindness to yourselves. And as I mentioned earlier with this online introduction to meditation course, I listen to a lot of people be unkind to themselves in a variety of ways. It's amazing that a practice that's devoted to peace and love can have such unkindness in it. But it shows us what we bring to it and it is a wonderful opportunity for us to really get to the heart of the practice. There seems to be a universal tendency to feel like there's uh, something that I have done wrong when the mind wanders. That moment of discovering that I've been fantasizing about the past, the future, or the completely fantastic, and in enjoying it, being kind of happy not to be doing the work of watching the breath. And there's uh, a tendency to scold the self for that. There are, there's also a tendency to take the five hindrances as personal failures. I'm restless. I'm falling asleep. I should have done some walking meditation instead of just having a cup of tea or I wouldn't be falling asleep now. Or the fact that when the stomach growls I can't stop thinking about what's in my lunch bag. Or that my knee hurts and I really don't want it to and I, somehow I should be able to not think about it and let go of this aversion and because I have the aversion I'm bad and then, oh, I'm judging myself and that's bad. And on and on. In the first week of the course I had a couple of students who doubted everything. Everything they tried. They thought it was a bad decision. And so they would try something else and, and jump from one practice to another instead of just being with what comes up. And I think maybe the most insidious thing that we tend to do is that we blame ourselves for our suffering. And, and this happens during the meditation and 
I've seen it happen in my life for very big things when I've been grieving the loss of a loved one. You know, sometimes that grief goes on for a long time and I get really tired of it. And I I remember the first time I lost someone dear to me. I went to teachers and I said, I've been doing this practice for three years. <laughs> Why can't I let go of this grief? And... Uh, they just got this very kind, sad look on their faces and said, well, maybe a grief group would help. I was asking far too much of the practice and I had ridiculous expectations of where I was, who I was, my capacity to process this very great loss all at once. So when we recognize that, first of all, we're not superhuman with our practice or with our lives, we begin a wonderful process of letting go. And it's so important to bring in kindness because it's so human that we're attached to the idea of how we should be able to do things. And this practice challenges that over and over and over and brings us really to the face-to-face with where we're clinging to who we think we are, to the idea of I, you know, I shouldn't get lost in thought when I'm meditating. I should have more energy than to be falling asleep every time I sit down to meditate. And if we can bring in enough kindness to say, maybe I'm not this I, I think I am, but I love it anyway. Whoever I really am, I have compassion for that being suffering. And I don't expect it, or I want to not expect it to suddenly be beyond all judgments. You know, this morning I made a mistake. I rang the bell at the wrong time. And and I didn't realize it until after I had suggested that we practice with kindness to ourselves. And I was so glad to have that reminder because I then saw how hard I was being on this fictitious character of me. And I did loving-kindness practice for myself. And I did it until 
the thoughts started not coming up quite so soon. I had visions of every face in the room thinking, boy, that Rebecca is just a total failure as a teacher. And just recognizing that, you know, this is suffering and just bringing in compassion for it. And eventually I knew that probably you would find it in your hearts to forgive me. (laughs) And that helped me find it in my heart to forgive myself. So metta and compassion really need to be an ongoing part of just this simple and demanding task of keeping physically still, turning the attention inward, and grounding the attention in the body, in the experience of the body, so that it's this safe place to come back to over and over, where the mind isn't doing anything that we disapprove of. It's just being with the body and kindly noticing when the attention strays, kindly noticing when the hindrances arise, practicing this kindness and compassion in every moment's experience. And another practice that I find wonderfully helpful and that's what you all just did a a moment ago when you chuckled softly about my delusions of grandeur and my blowing the mistake out of proportion and that's humor you know despite my best efforts I am not growing any younger and one of the things that happens is that I do forget things. And I pride myself on when I remember them. And I pride myself in a lot of other things, like being mindful. And driving is a big part of my practice. It has been for 22 years. I like to be mindful as I drive my car. The other day, just yesterday I think it was, I was so pleased with how mindful I was being as I just drove right past my exit. (laughs) And I brought in humor. I said, there I go again. You know, not getting any younger. Just, that's what being human is. And the odd thing was I, I didn't beat myself up for not being mindful enough <clears throat> to remember my exit. <coughs> Just being with it with kindness and a little bit of humor. And I let go of the panic of, well, how do I correct this? And I just had some confidence 
And without really remembering, I almost intuitively took the best next exit. And it led quite quickly to where I was going. So, giving ourselves a break is so important. Not just on the cushion or the chair, however we sit to meditate, but moment to moment, and eventually remembering that we don't have to be anything. We just need to be with whatever is arising in this moment, right now. Thank you.